fall. Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would say, I like you the way you are. When we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly. You promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. Now, now, now. Right, so uh, that was, uh, of course, uh, the song that I'm playing um, every episode that I kind of record. I know it's not the ideal time to have such a, a kind of a happy, a ting-a-ling-a-ling kind of song. But, uh, uh, I mean, that's the song I'm going to play, you know. Uh, anyways, guys, how are you doing? It's, um, it's uh, of course, a Monday evening. It's exactly... Uh, do I need to say the time? But I'll say it because I want to put that on record. It's exactly 6.13 p.m., 1.3 p.m., this Monday evening, and this is Mo Classo bringing my episode number 30, I don't remember, um, to you. And uh, as always, I'm pretty excited, you know, um, to bring this episode to you. Of course, I wanted to record it yesterday, but uh, I was, uh, I just didn't, I just, I don't know why I didn't have time because we're all on, in a social distancing thing, but um yeah, I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. And I have no reason. I have no explanation on why. Uh, but anyways, how are you guys doing? I hope you're all uh, kind of uh, doing what you're supposed to do because uh, our life has kind of gone 360 degrees. It's taken a turn, th- totally 360 degrees. And I don't know what's really happening. But of course, this is what we got to live with. I hope it's for two weeks. I hope it's until March 30th to 31st, uh, how many days in this month? Wait one sec, March, March 31st. I hope it's until that time. And uh, we don't have to live like this uh, for any longer because at the beginning, like, you know, two weeks back, I was like, uh, like two or three weeks back, I was literally laughing at these jokes and these memes, etc. as I was telling you last time. And then, you know, uh, a week later, I was like, oh, my God, this is making me scared. It's getting me. It's uh, There's a lot of anxiety and, you know, uh, but we'll get over it. You know, something's going to happen. Uh, it's not going to be it's not going to last for that long. You know, I was in that mindset. And then uh, like th- like this week and the last week, it was like I totally got into this introspection kind of, uh, you know, mode where and I was like I was kind of. Uh, just thinking about life and uh, thinking about uh, the universe and the planet and uh, all about karma and all about universe well, the universe is trying to tell me something you know tell tell us something tell me tell everybody tell you tell everybody you know i tried got i got very um 
like a lot of introspection which i never really do i never really go and talk to myself and you know get medit meditative although i practice yoga i can't do the meditation part of yoga because i can't do it i can't sit and just you know kind of uh, think about stuff but uh, with what is happening around the world like it's a global pandemic you know with what's really happening it's getting me too uh in a very thoughtful or very thinking mode i don't know why that's happening but it's crazy um and i hope you guys are doing well because um this is not a good time really it's not it's something that no one has ever ever experienced even our grandparents have have not experienced something like that so it's some completely new you know uh for everybody living out there almost everybody um so i hope we able we are able to fight it that is the most important thing we are able to find a vaccine which which definitely is going to take time i wish we had a one you know antidote like just one drug for any kind of flu any kind of virus that ever kind of comes anytime you know um next or whenever it comes you know but that's not the case because every virus has a new genetic uh, makeup and the way to kill it is a new vaccine you know you have a new virus that comes a new genetic makeup because they're constantly they're constantly changing you know it's not that they're the same they have they come with a new genetic makeup then we have to create a new vaccine which takes about a year or more than that because it goes through clinical trials it goes through first it goes through animal testing then clinical trials and then it's going to come out then you have approval process and then it goes um and then you know it goes to the masses so uh so it's impossible to kind of you know have a vaccine that is going to fight every virus and that makes me shit scared because okay it's the covid-19 today what's going to happen next year what's going to happen in 2021 what's going to happen in 2022 what if we have a virus every year you know i i'm i'm being stupid maybe i'm just being uh uh like uh, maybe it's just too too much of anxiety you know thinking about it and i shouldn't be thinking about it too much but uh, this is crazy this is literally crazy but uh, as this is happening i just want to thank uh you know without missing missing a missing on this i want to thank the nurses doctors health professionals janitors the garbage pickers people the people who really come to your homes and really still pick up the uh, your garbage uh, sanitation workers researchers grocery clerks truck drivers restaurant workers uh, bus drivers train the train staff um you know uh the uh, the 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 takeout people you know who work in the restaurants uh, the delivery boys and girls the airline staff uh and all those people out there who are still working you know we call them essential workers essential services people who really deliver those essential services thank you guys you know i just can't imagine how you guys really doing what you're doing because i would be scared really scared to really do anything to do anything out there where i'm just surrounded by you know you first and foremost health and um, the health professionals like doctors and nurses are they know that they're going to deal with you know people infected uh, with the 
with the virus and they are actually going in dangerous path but the other people you know they they meet the public like uh, the truck drivers and the train staff and the bus drivers and the grocery uh, workers people who work in these uh, grocery stores um you know uh, all these people who really confront or who meet who the essential services we can't do without food right uh, they are constantly meeting the public you know and they never really know who who could just be a uh, a person who you know they come in contact with who has the virus so that kind of job doing that kind of work is like unbelievable i can't just imagine how they're really doing it because uh, it just uh, drives me nuts but of course there is good there is some good news coming out uh, they say that uh, there are new ca- new new cases in wuhan uh, in china and f- in for the past 5 days italy just now it seems uh, there's there's a low lower death rate in the past 2 days um there are no new deaths in 150 150 countries um and it seems a vaccine could be out in fall but these things keep changing you know every day there's something new and uh, i don't know what's really happening but i can tell you because i'm constantly in touch with uh, my folks in bombay um in india and uh, because uh, you know uh you you have to look i mean i just keep calling and checking out things now bombay in india india was on a self imposed curfew wherein um it was on sunday where everything was like you know uh, had been shut down now in india there are 10 that seven uh, people there are seven people who have died and 400 infected cases of course it's a little a little lower than uh, uh uh like you know the other countries but at the same time it is increasing you know it's not that it's over like uh, and the highest cases i believe uh, two deaths in uh, in bombay uh that's a city that i come from especially the reason is because um it's the city like it's a city like new york where people from all over india they come there to for work you know for purpose of work and it's extremely crowded so that's definitely one reason i just got to know that new york has become the epicenter of the uh, the the virus which is really sad it started in wuhan then it uh italy became the epicenter and now it's uh it's new york i think the cases again because of because of the crowd in new york and you know um especially like i was uh, like two months back i was talking about bombay the city that i was born and i grew up in um i was talking about how they were you know it's so noisy and it's so crowded and they have kind of uh and you know people are like always honking like the honking capital of the world and i was joking about it you know how the mumbai police had kind of installed decibel meters at every at every um you know the signal pole so that people who keep honking when the signal is actually on red you know if it's like 60 seconds and people are you know kind of waiting for the signal to turn green um and uh, they they're honking you know it's red the signal is red but they're still honking because they they don't have patience you know they don't they have no time to wait that's what mumbai city is all about you know so um so i was talking about in my previous uh, podcast if you want to look at it i was talking about how the mumbai police the bombay police were installing decibel meters at every at every signal to kind of uh, uh, you know if the decibel if people keep honking and it goes beyond a particular limit like 60 decibels or whatever they would uh, the the signal would reset to 
you know, again, 60 seconds. And uh, that is to punish people who keep honking and to stop uh, honking uh, completely. Now, the same city which had to install decibel meters to kind of uh, uh, to make people stop honking so that, you know, there's no noise. I mean, uh, there's uh, the, the honking stops and people... Uh, are not so you know there's no much crowd or it's more kind of uh, uh, there is kind of you know some discipline on the roads that same city today okay there's not a soul on the street I've never seen Bombay like that ever you could go to you could go to any rural area in India you might see that you know you have houses one place and then you have another house which is like acres away but in Bombay City, like the houses are like every building is next to each other. All you can see is just building. It's it's the what do, what do you call it? The uh, it's all all buildings, all people, all shops, you know, and it's so damn crowded. The same city which had to install decibel meters to kind of control the noise and people on the street is now completely silent. And I think uh, uh, we call it the band. It's a self-enforced curfew, self-imposed curfew in Bombay. And I don't know whether it's, no, it's only in the, in the city uh, for until March 31st. And people, if they get out of their houses, uh, they're questioned uh, on why do you need to go where you want to go? Uh, and uh, of course, health services and grocery people, those kind, the central services people are allowed to work, but not others. So that's what's happening uh, in, a, in a city which is always hustling and bustling, never stop, a city that never sleeps. You can get food at one, two o'clock, anytime that you go there. So that city is completely brought to a full stop, which is unbelievable. I just can't imagine Bombay's town like that. Uh, and then... Uh, um, of course, in 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 uh, in different parts of the world, like uh, um, there's some good news, you know, where in China, a population of one point three eight six billion, one point three billion people in China, I believe uh, uh, they sh they have uh, they've kind of uh, having a very few infected cases now. It is completely reduced, uh, maybe because you know they were able to kind of build. I think they built two complete uh, a huge a huge hospitals you know uh, uh which uh, have which had around uh, 2600 new beds in those two hospitals um especially for covid-19 uh, patients in 10 days imagine building two hospitals uh that had uh, 2600 new beds in 10 days amazing that's like speed and that's being aggressive. And China was able to do that. They shut down the entire country, which is amazing. Like country like China, which is, which is, uh, uh, which is a country that works like you know, uh, continuously for twenty four hours a day, nonstop. For a country like that to kind of shut down, uh, it's it's totally aggression and speed. But of course, they keep saying that. China is not reporting any new cases. Wuhan has not reported a new case uh, for the past five days, which is good, you know. But but the thing with China is uh, the, the Chinese government, you can't trust them anymore. At least I can't trust them because they lied, you know. Uh, they almost killed a doctor who kind of was a whistleblower in the case who said that this could be a pandemic. He, he died. He died with the virus, you know, and... Uh, 
So uh, although China did that, you know, they built two hospitals and uh, in 10 days and they don't report any new cases, it's very difficult to try trust the Chinese government. I'm not talking about the people. The people are victims, basically. It started it started in China and then it moved to other countries. So whatever China, whatever China is saying right now, the Chinese government is saying right now, maybe we trust it. But at the same time, they've been made a big mistake by lying to the people in the world. Because if they had taken action in December when it was reported, I don't think it would, it would infest. The virus has infested the entire world, which is crazy. But of course, I think it's a good learning to learn from South Korea and Taiwan. Now, South Korea has, uh, has also, with, with a population of uh, 51.4 million people, and Taiwan has a population of 23.7 million people. Now, they both have been aggressive and uh, they've, they've been quick to kind of respond uh, to um, to the pandemic. And uh, like South Korea tested 15,000 people per day by using drive throughs which is amazing. Like 15,000 people tested. And I think testing is so important because that's the only way that South Korea was uh, has been successful, you know, and keeping in keeping the the number of infections really low. So they have been successful in this. And they separated infected people from the rest of the population. Um, like Taiwan, they used a lot of... Um, they screened everyone who kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, landed via planes in this in the country, and um, uh, which is good, you know. And uh, uh, and they started that right in the month of January. I think in December they started that. So they were pretty quick, you know. These countries like South Korea and Taiwan and China, if you have to trust the Chinese government. They have kind of acted pretty quickly. They've used aggression, and I think that's how they've been able to um, have have shown low infections. And I think uh, that's the only way that uh, the rest of the country. I hope we can kind of follow at least the South Korean and the Taiwan model, so that we also be able to see those uh, low number of uh, infections. Of course, I don't know about um, you know uh, uh, whether it's really possible for a country like Italy to really implement that model of being so quick and speedy. And it's not that, uh, it's not that, you know, Italy was saying, they had written a letter, that it's not that we don't have those uh, medical services. We have it. But the problem is, uh, we have the infrastructure and we have the, but the problem is the number of, we don't, we cannot cater to all those people who are really getting sick. And that's what is, you know, burdening the infrastructure in Italy and that's why so many people are dying which is crazy but I hope the rest of the world of course we need uh, you know you never know uh, whether those infections will return in China South Korea and Taiwan have shown kind of a lot of improvement you never know it could just return back but at the same time at least they've kind of halted the what is it called the spread you know of this infection I think the rest of the rest of the world needs to really uh, keep up with it. Um, it's good to see that uh, many Cuban doctors, health professionals, they landed, they went to Italy to help people uh, in Italy, which is so good. And I hope, uh, I wish we all could do the same thing, you know. Um, I hope the rest of the world just stops, just puts a pause on non-essential research, like, you know, researching space, researching uh, trying uh, opportunity to go to Mars or opportunities to researching, you know, going to the 
moon or jupiter research or the universe researching anything out there in the universe i think everything should just put on put on a pause and all that money that we would otherwise like you know all these international space reaches etc all that needs to be paused and all that money that we would put there needs to be invested in people you know out out here because uh because because of this this coronavirus the pandemic there are so many people who have lost their jobs you know they don't have money who've who've lived pay to paycheck to paycheck they don't know how to kind of sustain until of course the governments in every country they decide on how they're going to kind of take care of those people until then uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of panic there's a lot of what am i going to do like how am i going to take care of my family how am i going to buy my groceries how am i going to um keep this education going you know how am i going to pay my medical bills how am i going to pay my rent till the governments in every country really decides on what is a the package they're going to offer you know these guys are like are really panicked in complete mode of anxiety and this is the time that we need to also stop non-essential research work and non-essential uh, work like you know exploring mars exploring jupiter exploring the stars exploring uh, the space trying to go on moon trying to go on the moon trying to go on mars all that can be stopped you know and all that money can be uh, can be invested in um, in the people all around the world uh and that's what i think is so important uh, right now because uh, we are oh my god i hate i hate talking like this because i'm a very positive person you know i've always been like optimistic that we are going to get out of it even last like last week i was like so optimistic that yes we're going to find a vaccine you know we have the uh, uh researchers came out with like okay we're going to have uh, anti malaria uh, drugs might work and then some of them said um that the drugs that works against uh, the virus that causes aids might work and i was like hey man that is so good like if that happens wow but um, i think uh, those are a few things that are not really uh, working right now and it's really driving me off you know uh, but <laughs> but one thing you know to kind of just come out of this a little um, i was uh, I, uh, so you know we had researchers talking about uh you know let's let's give let's give uh let's give anti malarial drugs the drugs that have worked against malaria or drugs that have worked against uh, the virus that causes aids they might work on uh you know uh, the covid-19 virus and people were do, i think the clinical trials are still going on and they're trying they're tr- trying to see whether that would work because of course uh, we have to i think ultimately have a new vaccine that will take care of the virus but then <laughs> Okay but I want I want to share this okay then in f- what happens in Florida while people researchers all over the world are kind of uh, you know uh looking at stuff of finding out drugs trying to create a new vaccine a kind of studying the the virus its genetic makeup and trying to uh create uh, those uh, you know vaccines to be able to fight the uh, fight the virus in Florida uh <laughs> Okay. I heard this I heard this like uh I heard this like yesterday. I know it was today. It was today that I came across this wherein um there's this uh, uh there's this you know uh, uh, since this is not video I can tell you what it is. I'll share it on the link. 
now uh, there are people uh, sitting in some uh, like uh, uh, they're sitting around the table and they're discussing and these are uh, these are you know uh, legal people you know they're the government basically okay uh so they're talking about how we can kill the corona virus and i want you to listen to uh the solution because it really drove me crazy i mean i'm like ev- researchers are working on uh real research and this guy tells you, tells everyone to use a blow dryer so just listen to it and then you know we talk about it uh more about on it this might sound kind of silly but being in the medical field that I was as a paramedic it, it started to make a lot of sense one of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors foremost doctors that has studied the coronavirus says that the nasal passages passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body that's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs this is sounds really goofy and it did to me too but it works Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, the virus falls apart and just it disintegrates, okay? And I said, "Well, how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees?" The answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that. So you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale with your nose and it kills all the viruses in your nose. Okay. Wait, what? Okay, wait, what 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 what? Okay. So uh 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 this was like what the fuck okay and this is not uh this is not something that you know a comedian or a person who's just trying to uh make up stuff is doing this is basically uh authorities the authorities in Florida saying that the virus likes to go in our nasal passages and because the temperature out there's really nice and you know uh uh it, you know the nas- uh, it's very nice and cool there cool that's the word he used it's nice and cool there and that's what that's what makes them survive but the minute you increase the temperature to 136 degrees fahrenheit for people who follow the degree centigrade it's 55 degree centigrade uh it uh, the virus kind of dies off and you know what is what is the solution that this guy gave blow dryers what the fuck and then you take a blow dryer and then you kind of inhale while uh, you're blow drying your nose because that's how the virus will die researchers are talking about anti malarial drugs they're talking about drugs that have uh, that have worked against the virus that kills that that has uh, treated hiv and then you have people sitting in florida saying that you use blow dryers and i don't even own a blow dryer Up have blow now from tomorrow onwards blow dryers will go out of stock because of this. Toilet papers have gone out of stock. Hand sanitizers are gone out of stock from tomorrow onwards after listening to this uh this blow dryers are going to go out of stock. This is what is happening. <laughs> Crazy, man. What the? What the? So this is this is uh this is how uh information spreads and those guys uh, I'll share the link uh, with you you can watch the video they're actually like listening to him you know like as if it's the most sanest thing that he's talking about you know what the heck man <laughs> anyway
So uh, so don't believe rumors. That's what I'm trying to say. The, the only reason that I played that is I know my listeners are not stupid and they won't listen to stuff like this from anywhere. But hey, man, don't listen to stuff like this you know, and believe it. Don't believe stuff like this. Um, and another incident, like, uh, you know, uh, we were talking about how South Korea uh, had this, what is it called? Uh, South Koreans, they, did, they tested 15,000 people via drive-through uh, and in a day, which was like mind-blowing. No other country could ever do it. That speed, that's aggression. And uh, uh, the more you test, the more you'll be able, to be able to fight people because you can isolate, you know, people who are uh, infected from the rest of the population. And that's how you can control, you know, the spread of the virus, which is excellent. But then using the same technology, there's this uh, there's this church in Maryland, OK, where the priests are using this uh, same technique, the same technique of uh, uh, drive through technique uh, to uh, your confessions from people via drive throughs and this is happening at a church in Maryland so if you're looking for uh, if you want to make a con- you know make a confession or you want to go and do that uh, I want to I want to tell you that there's a church in Maryland who's hearing confessions from people and they're doing it the same way I'll share the link with you all you got to do is just uh, sit in your car and uh, there's you know there are cars parked back to back uh, we're in the drive-through, and then there's a priest sitting in one corner, and then there's there's a there's a car that goes in front of the priest at a distance of like six feet, six to six to ten feet or something, and then the priest listens to uh, hears the confession of the man or the woman or whoever the person is sitting inside the car. Uh, uh, so there's social distancing, and then you get you hear your confession, and your sins are forgiven. Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. You know, you got to start with that and then your sins are forgiven. Imagine, okay, South Korea uh, tested uh, tested their people via drive-thrus and a church in Maryland is hearing confessions using that uh, same uh, method. You know, that's how you kind of learn from each other, basically. So I'll share that link with you. You could go and check it out. It's amazing how uh, things, you know, uh, things uh, we learn from each other definitely and another thing I want to say is um, uh, there are many celebrities out there and I have nothing against it you know of course you could go uh, it's your platforms you have those uh, channels etc on your thing but uh, uh, but all I want to say is you know celebrities can actually just kind of relax for some time you know it's okay to be a nobody because there are a number of them who are actually trying to they're, they're missing out on being famous you know missing out on getting that uh, you know, they're always in front of the limelight, so sometimes they can't really take uh, take it being uh, not being famous. And all I want to tell them, it's okay to not be uh, to be a nobody. You know, it's okay to be a nobody. It's okay to not be seen. You don't always have to be in the limelight. And I think this is a good opportunity for celebrities who just come out singing and you know doing stuff. And then there are a number of late night show hosts actually doing shows in their homes, like um, with uh, jokes written by themselves. Like if uh, I miss their writers, basically that's all that I want to say. Uh, Uh, So don't do that. Like I was watching one late night show host who was in his bathroom tub with soaked in water, soaked in hands and in shampoo and, uh, uh, you know, shampoo and hand sanitizer. It's a waste. You know, it's basically don't kind of uh, 
use all those resources that are going out of stock basically you know all those uh, f- using all that foam and whatever you know you're using uh in the bathroom to kind of make a show it's a waste of resources so please don't do it guys you know it's okay to be a nobody that's all that i want to say uh to people who are going out and about to kind of um do uh you know to kind of uh, be in the limelight you don't need to do it you know we can all see what 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 you're really trying to do uh that's all that i want to say and yeah so um i was listening to uh i was listening yeah so uh of course we all talking about uh, social distancing we all talking about how you need to kind of keep a distance of 6 feet from each other don't meet people stay at home but at the same time um you know because the health system is getting overburdened and uh, there is no way that uh, we can kind of it, the, the hospitals can really take of mo- take care of more people and yes we need to find a vaccine and yes we need to be at home till we find one but at the same time hope the governments all across the world you know kind of put in more money in uh, uh in people who've kind of lost their jobs people who who live pay to paycheck to paycheck to be able to survive uh people who kind of are in total panic anxiety they don't know how to kind of pay their rent checks their monthly rent uh to pay their loans to pay off their loans uh people who don't have a home to live in uh that is people who are homeless people who are don't know how to pay the college tuition fees uh people who don't uh don't know what they're going to eat what the next meal is going to be that and i'm not talking about any people children as well and that so i hope governments all across the world are thinking about it you know stop non essential research like the space exploration and things like that and bring all that money to care about people because ultimately it's all about human it's all about human kind it's all about people you know who who live in this planet we need to take care about because there are too many people who have actually died all over the world unnecessary so that's one thing that i want to say and i want to play this uh, so with everything said of course there's a lot of panic there's a lot of anxiety and you know we don't know what's going to happen i just want to play this um, this message by dr jane goodell's uh, message I hope I've said her last name correctly. I should have checked, but of course she's uh we all know her uh as she's a researcher. She has done a lot of research on chimpanzees and not not uh keeping chimpanzees as a pet at home or you know kind of exploiting them. She went to the jungles to study chimpanzees in their own habitat, you know. Um and she's kind of exploded how chimpanzees they have almost like 96% of their DNAs like human beings. it was um and uh, she's an expert in chimpanzees and where she studied chimpanzees in their own habitat which is great um and in this message she talks about how hunting trafficking breeding and eating of wild animals has caused this pandemic and it will keep causing it if we keep kind of uh doing what we are doing with wild animals we need to keep wild animals just where they are and we need to live our own lives you know uh, so she talks about that in this for food research medicine skin trophy hunting we're exploiting them you know right from the hiv pandemic that uh, that jumped from mon- that was a virus that jumped from monkeys and chimpanzees uh for the meat sold in africa it originated in africa because at that time 
uh, chimpanzees and uh, monkey meat was eaten by them and the virus actually jumped from them to humans. The same thing happened with Wuhan, China, where they were feeding on wild animals. Uh, it either came from bats or it came from pangolin and the virus came from there and jumped and hopped uh, into us, humankind. So I love this message that she really uh, talks about of how we need to stay away from wild animals, wild animals, you know. Don't kind of interact with them. Uh, don't eat them, you know, for food. Don't hunt them. Don't traffic them. Don't breed them. Don't eat these wild animals. Let them be in their own habitat. And I want to kind of uh, play this message because uh, it is it is really important for us to listen to it um, and understand from a genius, from an expert herself. Here it goes. Yeah, I'll just play it. Uh, elbow bump is permissible and don't forget to wash your hands there is one silver lining to this dark cloud this pandemic has reopened discussions about the danger of the hunting trafficking and eating of wild animals COVID-19 is one of those viruses that have crossed the species barrier and jumped from animals to humans Evidence suggests that the host in this case was a bat, or possibly a pangolin, for sale in the wet market in the Chinese city of Wuhan, where live animals are sold for food. The SARS pandemic originated in a wet market, wet market in Guangdong, probably from a palm civet. The terrible HIV-AIDS pandemic came from viruses that jumped from monkeys and chimpanzees sold for meat in Central Africa. Chimpanzees and humans are closely related. We share 98.6 of our DNA so that avoiding contact with them protects them from human infectious diseases as well as us from theirs. So we must act not only to protect ourselves, but also great apes and other species as well. Thankfully, the Chinese government has reacted swiftly and imposed a ban on the trafficking, breeding and selling of wild animals for food right across China. We must hope that this ban is permanent and that subsequently include wild animals used in China for other purposes, especially traditional medicine. This would set an example to all countries where wild animals are exploited for food, research, medicine, for their skins, or for trophies from animals hunted by the wealthy, such as rhinos for their horns, elephants for ivory, and others for heads stuffed and hung on the wall. In other words, countries all around the world. This would at least eliminate one cause of a future pandemic. At times like this, yeah. So uh, that's the message uh, from uh, from Dr. Jane, and I love her. I really love her because she's an expert. You know, the way she studied chimpanzees was where she went into their habitat and she studied them. She didn't. She didn't kind of pet them. She didn't bring them uh, into a zoo to kind of study them. She actually learned the behavior in their own habitat without without interacting with them, just sitting and just watching them and that's how she studied about them and that's why I admire her and this message is so important because she's been in this field forever you know and ultimately hunting trafficking breeding eating of wild animals is going to set a set another pandemic after pandemics after another pandemics and we need to kind of stop it and the only way is to stop 
doing all that we do with wild animals. Let them just be, you know, live and let live, basically. Uh, so that's that's a very good message by Dr. Jane that I want to kind of uh, wanted to share with you um, for today. And um, that's all I believe. That's all I had uh, for today. I just want to tell you guys um, to really take very good care of yourself because we are actually living uh, at a time that no one has ever seen. Like my, my grandmother, you know, who's not alive today, she never told me stories about such a thing. She never told me stories. She told me stories about how she walked miles and miles, you know, to buy uh, food and to buy groceries, like, you know, because uh, nothing was developed or whatever at that time. Uh, you know, she used to talk about how uh, she put in so much of hard work and um, she told me stuff like how she took care of chickens and how she took care of stuff, you know, how she grew plants and fruits and vegetables in a backyard and stuff like that. That's th Those were the stories that she told me. How she never had phones, uh, you know, at a time. There were no mobile phones. They, they used to have those, uh, those uh, phones that uh, they had to kind of uh, roll the numbers, like roll one number and... Da -da 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 you know, those kind of phones that they had. They didn't have. So she used to talk about those things. She never told me stories about a pandemic like this because she never experienced one. So if she didn't have something to do with this, why are we experiencing it in 2020? I don't think we should ever go through this. Leave wild animals where they are. Like, you know, let's stop interacting with them. Let's not just stop hunting them, breeding them, Stop uh, Stop using them for any kind of purposes. Eating them, for God's sake. You know, that's what I want to say. Um, I hope we get over this because we are living in a time that I can't imagine. Like, I'm just like out of... It's blowing my mind every day. I'm becoming a very... You know, sometimes it takes me into a meditative mood, which I never have been, which is very strange. Like, sometimes I get too... I go into an introspective kind of uh, phase... Like I'm thinking about what the hell, like how is this happening? Is the universe trying to tell me something? And that kind of bullshit is what I think about, which should not be the case, you know. Uh, life has to go back to normal and I hope it really goes back very quickly. Uh, uh, just being optimistic, hope we find a vaccine and, you know, uh, and thank you to everyone who's really working to make that happen, really. Um uh, that's something that I want to say. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it that you really put, you hit the play button because it takes a lot to do that. Come on, you know, it's all about putting in that time to really listen to someone. Um, if you want to write to me anything, uh, you can write to me at justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to write something short, quick, uh, you can write to me on Twitter at my Twitter handle is at M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. -A -A -O. That's my Twitter handle. And um, just write to me anything that you want to ask. You know, uh, I do check those accounts, uh, both of them. Um, and uh, what else do I want to say? That that's 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 uh, that's some kind of uh, thing. And yeah, so I was actually uh, I happened to listen to this uh, song by Nep Neptune. It's uh, DJ Neptune. It's an Afro pop. These are Afro pop singers, and he's kind of tied up with other singers in the song. It's called Nobody. Which is which is very strange, you know. My podcast is called Just a Nobody, and the song is 
nobody it's called nobody it's uh it's in yoruba yoruba uh that's the language of the song but i love the beats of the song and i want to play it now these singers are from nigeria so it's basically that's why it's in that language and uh i want to end this episode with uh the song by dj Nep- neptune it's called nobody singers are from nigeria it's in yoruba and i think a little bit of english that is mixed so let me just play it uh right here and then uh i'll be on the other side of the song yeah check it out So that song really made me uh I mean it's it's a wonderful song right uh and it's afro it's afro pop which is brilliant now I've got a new thing to listen to I'm going to catch up with a lot of afro pop music um anyway uh, I need to go uh, you take care of yourself um until next time maybe in my next episode whenever I record it thank you so much for listening and baby bye 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 bye